0: Welcome to Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex.
1: Today, we're gonna be talking about the do's and don'ts when moving to Germany.
0: Ooh. Yeah, or the do's and don'ts of moving to Germany.
1: Of that as well. And I'm sure this can be extrapolated to other countries, but we have no experience there, so.
0: That's our disclaimer. This is Germany-specific information only, but if you carry it over to a different European country, then good on you. That's it. Let's go. And welcome back. This is officially, we've been talking about it for a while. This yeah, is we have episode 30. 30. Crazy. Wow. I mean, I th- for some people, it's not a big deal. But for us, 30 yeah. episodes, that really fl- I mean, flew by. Didn't I it? guess
1: in the grand scheme of things, uh, and other, you know, expat style podcast, 30 is not really a lot. But I think for us, it's a pretty big milestone.
0: We thought it was going to last three episodes.
1: So we're, 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 we're ab- not pros at this. We're just doing it.
0: Well, I, I don't know. Now we're, we're getting there. We're, like, uh, we're definitely better than the, we were back in February. So. I think so, too. Be proud of our, I'm definitely proud. Of our improvement. I mean, I'm super proud. Yeah. yeah. First one, we have big, big news. Guys, big, large.
1: <laughs> Please, we have a brand new YouTube channel. Come check it out. Link's in the description. And uh, we're doing a lot of similar things do here, but in YouTube form. Going to be a bit different. You can see our faces Jeff's a good looking guy. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah. And guys, this is not just a recording of the podcast. These are completely new, new content, but we're covering the, all the cool same Germany, Europe related stuff, uh, but just YouTube format. So the same old guys, the same old whiskey, but just different format. So check us out on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search AGDW channel, or go to the link in the description. Let's do it. Speaking of improvement, uh, this is a good segue to some shout outs to uh, a few messages and five star reviews we've received recently. We got a wonderful message from, and I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. L- Luba? Luba, Luba, Luba on uh, Facebook, who said she really enjoys the show and was extremely happy that we had Kari from Easy German on. Yeah, because apparently she listens to her show and that's how she found out about our show. It's very
1: cool, and that, yeah, that, that was a really fun episode to do. I really enjoyed that uh, interview with with uh, with Kari.
0: Yeah, and that she gave, she posted a really nice message about how much she liked the podcast. So thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Lyuba.
1: And if we're saying that wrong, uh, we apologize.
0: Just, just send us a message and let us know how to say it right. Right.
1: Or like a voice message, maybe. Oh, yeah. You know?
0: Good pronunciation. That's an uh, Example. It.
1: Or like we have in a dictionary, you know, as like the, the word yeah, and just, in parentheses. Just do a recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, we got a few five-star reviews, which we really appreciate, from austin seven four four five, Remington, C.S., uh, and Lawrence. And I found Lawrence Lawrence a really cool one because he's actually a German person.
0: Yeah, I always who, find it really interesting when uh, there's Germans who are really into our show because mm-hmm. you know I, when we started the show, it was designed for expats. You know what I mean? So it's not it's cool that Germans are into it as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and he um, he lived in
1: Minnesota for oh, he went to college in Minnesota, so he said he actually, even though it was the reverse, he could still relate to you know a lot of the things that we're talking about here. Nice. So that's super cool. Thanks, Lawrence. Remington and Austin. Appreciate it. And
0: yeah, those five star reviews,
1: they help, right? Yeah. To you listeners here, please, if you'd like to give us a five star review as well, we'd appreciate it.
0: Only if you're enjoying what you're hearing, of course, you know, we would never force anybody to give us a review that was not deserved. No. And, uh, you know, check out our Facebook page, you know, like us there. Our Instagram, which is. Americans.in.Germany.podcast.
1: And also our website, AGDW podcast. Dot com
0: Oh yeah, check it out. We got an extras page with a lot of cool information and pictures uh, for always, each for each podcast uh, episode. Uh, every
1: episode, you go, you 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 talk about those extras. You love the extras.
0: I don't love it. I just I put the effort into it, so I just it'd be nice if somebody checks it out. And and plus, we do put like if you, if you enjoy an episode, it's good extra content uh, for you to. For you to keep uh, uh, enjoying that particular topic, you know yeah. that you're into
1: our one stop online portal. Right, the one stop shop. <laughs> exactly. So how you been? Yeah, uh, I've been all right. Just trying to survive this heat, and then it was pretty cold for like two days. Or like not cold, but like you know.
0: Wait, sorry. Trying to survive this heat. It was pretty cold for two days. Well, trying to survive
1: sp- the heat, and luckily we had like you know two days of like low twenties, mid
0: twenties. But wait, now, what day was this?
1: Like yesterday. It's like twenty three degrees.
0: No, yesterday was hot. Yesterday, yesterday was really hot. What are you talking about? It wasn't twenty three degrees? We actually haven't had any cold days. It's been a heat wave for the past week. No, false. There was a there was a, a day
1: last week at work or it was last week where I wore jeans and it was actually kind of nice because it was twenty three degrees.
0: Which, Either way, it was in the twenties. By the way, that, that's still him wearing jeans when it's seventy five. Just so everybody knows.
1: Yeah. Either way, it hasn't been thirty. It dipped below thirty degrees. Is what I'm trying to say. So it's been better. Right cold is a wrong choice of word it's never been cold no it hasn't been cold <laughs> but at least it was in the 30s which in fahrenheit's like 90s and above right yeah yeah, yeah.
0: But, but it's been really warm uh actually over the weekend i went to the lake with my girlfriend and some friends yeah. to um i want to say liebnetsey which is one of the excuse me one of the more beautiful lakes only about 40 minute drive i'd say from berlin so not so far you could also go by train um, has a nice little island in the middle you could swim to if you want to. Oh, that's nice. And I think that day it was, God, it was like 32 or something, which is, you know, 90s, mid 90s, it was hot. Um, and we experienced a problem that we were not expecting. And I kind of want to mention it here to save any of you from the hassle, at least in Berlin and a lot of other German cities and European cities, we have a lot of these um, rental cars that you pick up with just your phone with an app. They're just all parked throughout the city. If you need a car, you just use your app, you unlock the car. You use it for a day or for a few hours. It's really easy, really cheap. No Uh, keys needed, right? No keys needed. Yeah, exactly.
1: We're living in the future.
0: uh, Everyone uses it. We use it all the time. What we found out, though, is that if you go somewhere that has uh, a minimal cell phone signal, you cannot lock the car. Because the car itself has its own own SIM card, needs signal, and so does your phone in order to talk to each other. They, They don't talk through Bluetooth. They both need signal. And so we got to the parking lot of this lake. And we could not lock our car, meaning we could not go to the lake. And so we drove to various little different parts of this parking lot to try to get better signal. Then drove down the road. Uh, our friend uh, Chidish was, you know, standing on stumps uh, trying to get the, <laughs> you know, waving his phone around for for another half an hour trying to find signal. And finally, we were able to lock the car. That's a nightmare. Uh, yeah. So uh, just so all of you know, if you plan on using those cars to go out into the countryside be sure that you have signal before you park the car uh, or else you're gonna have some problems. For sure, also with the heat, as we're going on this topic of hot days,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday was our buddy Misha's birthday. You probably heard his name if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. happy birthday Misha. Yeah, happy birthday to him. 35 years old, old man, we're getting (laughs) up there. Uh, We went to this really cool place.
0: Didn't want you to mention that, but yeah. Yeah, probably
1: not. But we went to this really cool place called uh, Deck Five, which is a rooftop bar. Uh, on top of a mall,
0: yeah, I, th- I think they converted the top floor of the uh, of the parking garage. parking garage into a bar. But it's yeah, it's really cool. It look really looks like you have the sand and the you know it's yeah, like there's sand
1: over the floor. There's like beds you can chill in, really nice areas. They had a uh, Flammkuchen, which is kind of like a German style pizza type thing. Mm. Uh, really cool place, and that was nice when in the uh, you know in the hot weather. And yeah. then yeah, tomorrow is going to be the hottest day of the year. So we're I'm definitely going to a lake tomorrow.
0: It's supposed to be 36, uh, 100% right tomorrow. Yeah, what's 36 in Fahrenheit? Uh, almost 100 degrees. You're talking about, oh, God. I think it's somewhere near 98,
1: uh, 98. And it's been humid too. I just. I get very complaining in the heat. I don't like the heat. So sorry if I'm a little complaining.
0: Three or four days ago in California in Death Valley, uh, they had the hottest temperature on record for the planet what? ever at 130 degrees which is Fahrenheit. 54 or 54 or 55 degrees celsius is that legal it should be illegal but yeah. unfortunately fortunately there's not much you can do about it oh but, my god but they said they said that only beat the previous record which was I uh, think 100 years ago in like 1913 which was also in death valley <laughs> yeah but it's happening like
1: isn't it happening <clears throat> excuse me every year that's always the hottest year on
0: record yeah it just keeps going up and up and up uh take care of our planet yeah. And, you know, um, um, actually speaking of Misha's birthday. My girlfriend's birthday is coming up. And uh, one quick kind of like funny comparison between Germany and the U.S. You know, in the U.S., if you have a friend or whoever uh, relative having their birthday, if you want a birthday cake, you go to the local grocery store. They have a little bakery section. There's like 20 cakes pre-made mm. full cakes. You grab one. You go or you pay like two euros to have them like write happy birthday right. max on put, it, whatever. Put, put
1: some toys on there.
0: Yeah, exactly. I like this. But you know, but it's just like a, a, this fridge of cakes you grab when you leave, right? Yeah. In Germany, not a thing. No. I think that they take their cake too seriously. And also I think they do less of these kind of American sweet cakes. They do more of like a... Torte, which is a cake with like you know with like fruit and stuff in it you know uh, more of a like a thicker denser yeah. kind of a cake you know
1: which is funny because in germany a tort is actually the american style cake and a cake is like though what you just like explained right they, yeah, so it's yeah, the opposite yeah, uh, yeah, in terms of yeah what they names. consider
0: a cake is not what we consider a cake in the u.s right but anyways i was trying to find a cake for my girlfriend I quickly found out that uh, it's not just like this quick Ain't walk happening. in, grab a cake, and walk no. out. No, you walk into a lot of these bakeries, you can grab a slice of cake, but the whole cake is there for all customers to buy a slice. And if you want to buy a whole cake, you have to order in advance, a special order, all this kind of stuff. So. Yeah. And this episode's going to come out after
1: a birthday, because in exactly. Germany, you cannot wish happy birthday before their birthday. No, so you so if can if say can happy birthday. Can, birthday. Yeah. Happy, if I do it right happy now, birthday. it's before, but yeah. you won't hear it until after. Is that okay?
0: Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. woo Blank. Person. Yeah, person <laughs> that I live with. Yeah. You know what I would love to say is, what do we have today, Alex? <laughs> oh, I will oh. try to go with a, with a birthday transition. It's fine. Today,
1: we're going a little bit different than what we usually do because we don't drink a lot of bourbons, but today we're having a bourbon. We're heading back over to the American South. Going back. Going back south. I'm not going to do that again. To, to Kentucky? or It has to be Kentucky if it's bourbon.
0: Oh, true. The true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like Scotch, or Irish. <laughs> Except Scotch refers to a whole country, not just a section of.
1: Yes. Anyways, this is uh, Distiller Select Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Sorry, did you say whiskey? Whiskey. Okay. And it ha- a another bottle that I'm really in love with. It looks like it got flattened out somehow. Like it looks like a regular bottle, and a car ran over oh, and yeah. flattened it. Like, True. When you were a kid, did you know ever hear of a uh, Flat Stanley? Those books. No.
0: There's a guy named Stanley, and, he was, and he was flat. Kept getting flattened. No, he was, just, he was just a flat guy. It's it's a it's a beautiful bottle. I, I, we'll we'll put a or of course we'll put a picture. Right? let put, put a picture. Um, yeah, it's it's very like class. It's very simple yet classy. It's it's good yeah. for your bookshelf. Kind flat of
1: Stanley would love it. Yeah. And on the bottle it says, "The art of making fine bourbon first took place on this site." Of the Reverb Reserve Distillery, a national historic landmark in Ooh. 1812. The perfectly balanced taste of our Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is comprised of more than 200, 200 detectable flavors. Okay.
0: We'll have to talk about that in a second. I, I, yeah.
1: From bold grain and wood to sweet aromatics, spice, and fruit and floral notes.
0: Okay. So uh, they say there's more than 200 detectable flavor notes in this bourbon i have to call a little bit of bullshit on that because there's no way there's 200 detectable flavors now of course what you detect is your opinion so they might have some guy who sits there and claims that he's tasting 200 different flavor notes but come on let's see at most you're getting like five or six it's uh, like
1: uh, dr pepper you know what do you mean, Dr. Peppers? They say they have like 32 flavors, and Dr. Pepper.
0: Yeah, but at least even that. But that sounds more manageable. Like 200, you're really reaching. Like he's, yeah. just, he's just sitting there making up stuff after you know. Tastes after, like grass. Yeah. Tastes like dirt. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. T- yeah. Tastes like peanuts. Yeah. I Why know. not? I mean, again, I, I haven't had it yet, so I don't, don't want to judge them. But I'm yeah. just gonna say this: 200 detectable flavors. Eh, I, I, don't know. I yeah. yeah. If I take a sip of this and I can detect, if I can count of the 200 flavors,
1: I'll.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Okay. okay, that'll be a special uh separate episode <laughs> with Alex by himself. Just <laughs> just just rambling off different flavors. Barley? Yes. Strawberries? Yes. Cotton cotton candy? candy? Yes. Yes. All right. We ready for this pop? Nice. Not bad. Not the best, but it's it's in the uh the top, ooh, that was a nice roll of the wrist with that pour. You like my
1: my wrist rolls? Yeah,
0: wrist <laughs> rolls like a baby. This is a, a trained pourer. You can tell.
1: Oh, I've I've poured many a glasses. In uh-huh. fact, thirty just on this podcast. Mm.
0: No, sixty, because yours and mine. And at the end of the podcast, we usually have one more. So actually, you're probably talking about hundreds. Damn. And that's not even including your uh, working at these restaurants where you actually learn to do the role, right? True, true. One okay. well, pour, well, actually. Man. Before we cheers, let me just do a, mm. a little sniff. Hmm. <laughs> actually, I like that. It's strong, but I gave
1: myself a big boy pour and I stuck my nose weight in there, and uh, I'm kind of getting drunk. Strong. I'm kind of getting drunk just smelling
0: it. It's it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a strong. Oh, but but I like I like the flavor. That I, okay. And
1: it, the thing is, I'm not a big bourbon person, so I'm.
0: But but I, I'm keeping my my I'm keeping my um, You know, oh god, that was a bad idea. Keeping my mind open here. Yeah, you just poured it all over everywhere. I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> experience pour, and it's got all of this. Anyways, uh, cheers. Let's yeah, <clears> taste this bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me.
0: Hmm, it's actually right. Yeah, huh? I think, yeah, that just the general style of bourbon is not my thing, but for a bourbon, this is yeah, uh, this is quite good, I think. Yeah. It's.
1: I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm, de- I'm definitely
0: getting 200 flavors. i sorry, <laughs> I'm just nowhere near. But 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 like, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, <coughs> there is there is a lot going on in here. There's a lot going on, which I like. I like I like complex uh, flavors when I drink a whiskey.
1: Yeah, it's one of those whiskeys that's changing as you're as it's going down.
0: Every moment, yeah, yeah it, it keeps changing flavors. Which I really like. Yeah, it is it is a, a good bourbon. I would say that.
1: And I was expecting not to like it at all because the four roses that we had, I, I it was yeah it was okay. Um, but I realized I just don't like bourbon that much. But this is
0: take one more sip. Actually, yeah, okay. as it goes on, it's actually got a lot of nice sweet notes to it.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. interesting.
0: I like this.
1: I'm yeah yeah. I'm excited to see how much you're gonna like it by the end of the episode.
0: Yeah yeah. Let's 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 sip on this for the next few minutes as we go and uh, yeah. see what happens.
1: It's also uh, label batch, 881, and bottle number, 3,224, and it's 43.2%. Mm. And who is
0: our uh, bottler? Chris Morris. Oh, hey, Chris, if you're out there, thanks for uh, slapping that uh, cork in there.
1: Thank you, Mr. Morris. He's actually the not the bottler, the um, selected by Master Distiller, oh. Chris Morris. Oh, so okay. So better. So thank you, Chris Morris, for... Being the master of distilling this.
0: Yeah, which uh, actually, which we didn't talk about, but we met some people who were training to be master distillers yeah. when we were doing our, our Spreewood yeah, yeah. distillery tour. And uh, that's no joke. That is many, many years oh of of, a, tra- of training and education. Yeah. It's like a PhD. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it was like, <coughs> bless you, it was about seven or eight years total of, if you include all the internships and and uh courses and etc right oh, yeah. it was it was a it was a decade of your life for sure
1: yeah um but you know if you love it then that's it like, yeah. like anything else i guess right it's so not child's yeah. play it's yes. not child's play let's move on to the do's and don'ts of moving to germany we thought about this episode idea and as we were thinking of do's and don'ts we just thought about do's and don'ts of living in germany but then we decided all our things had to do with moving yeah. So we kinda went that direction. Well we'll do do the living in Germany as a as another episode some other time. Yeah, I think. yeah, for yeah. sure. So this is um, hey, you're a person and you want to move away to Germany. This is a list for you based on again, based on our experiences. Could be different from someone else? Yeah, somebody else? Absolutely. Could have a totally different um, good, good disclaimer. Yeah, a, a totally different um opinion. So this is our opinions on things that we've experienced that we think are do's and don'ts
0: right and most yeah most of these points will have a, a do and a don't uh, some of them uh, are solo but we're going to try yeah. try to give both sides of the coin for each piece. exactly and you know we'll start with something basic where i hear this a lot from people who they hear i live abroad and they say like yeah. oh that sounds really great i love to do it but i i can't i'm waiting i'm waiting you know I, uh, timing's not right etc i always hear about this like waiting for the perfect time doesn't there, exist there is no right time yeah. to really do much of anything but definitely moving abroad it's something you have to just say this is happening and you have to like you know just jump in you know yeah. what i mean like there, there'll <clears throat> never be a perfect time there'll never be a perfect amount of money in your bank account to do it um you know you just gotta you just gotta suck it up and, and go for it no that's it like when i moved there was no perfect
1: time um we talked about it and then i bought the ticket and that was the perfect time like the perfect time is going to be whenever you do it. They're, they're, you can't wait for anything, I don't think. You just got to
0: Yeah, and there's o- there's always going to be a little hesitation. I know when I did it, you know, I'd been wanting to spend some time abroad, uh, especially in Europe, for a long time. Yeah. I'd been backpacked in Europe a lot and kept talking. Oh, great. We'd love to still move, move there for, uh, you know, a few months. Mm-hmm. But then there's kind of yourself holding your back, holding yourself back because you're kind of scared a little bit, you know, deep down. Well, yeah, that's a, that's the scary part. Like, there's a million
1: reasons that you can think of not to do it. And there's not many reasons you can think of doing it because you haven't done it yet. Yeah, exactly. The reasons come after you actually do the move. Then you're like, oh, this makes sense.
0: Yeah, you have to really set yourself. I know, I think it was after my final backpacking trip, I said, okay, Jeff. Three months from now you're moving to europe just take the next three months you have to just say okay this is happening yeah. none of this at some point just you know do it so yeah definitely don't wait for the perfect time and do just uh it just go for it yeah just
1: do it nike yeah
0: yeah um a
1: do is do manage your expectations if it's you're true. moving everything is not going to be amazing right away but you know if you put the time and the effort you can you can build living uh, an amazing life for yourself Um, living you know not in your home country but um i think it's very easy for people to romanticize living abroad and living in europe and yeah it's amazing of course we love we love it that's why we're still here but you know it's not all roses and hanging out at a cafe while watching people go by drinking a nice coffee you know it's it's not only that there's a lot of difficult things you have to go through And eventually you can make it amazing but it's gonna take time so you know if it's your first if you just move it's your first week and you're not feeling great that's totally normal and natural give it some time
0: yeah I mean you hit the nail on the head there because so many people they they see uh, this notion of moving to Europe that's displayed in movies and TV you know they have this like feeling they're gonna be walking down cobblestone streets and they're, you know, people on the road should be like, oh, no, and, <laughs> oh, and throwing cheese at you, and <laughs> and everything, yeah, everything's just going to be beautiful, <laughs> and some cheese, and don't get, don't get wrong, like, some of these beautiful moments do happen and will happen yeah. at some point, but, you know, just give it some time, it's going to take some time to, to make some friends, it's going to take some time to learn the language, it's going to, it's going to take some time uh, to do a lot of things so just don't give up if things don't work out exactly as you wanted in the first few weeks you know exactly just, just let, let it get there uh on its own accord you know eventually yeah. so do manage expectations uh next one jeff you you here for it sorry i was oh. sipping that nice bourbon there yeah all good um now, a lot of t- when people, of course, move abroad, they need to pay for things. Right. So they're worried. OK, usually it's how it works. How am I going to get w- work? Is this easy? You know, I don't know the language, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So but what I would say is don't freak out if you don't have a job already lined up before you arrive. You know, a lot of people, they make this mistake of they want to get everything squared away before they even go to the country. You right. Know? And with Germany, the nice thing is you don't. It's one of the, it's one of the few European countries where you can arrive and then apply for your work visa after you've been here on uh, as a tourist for 2 or 3 months you know right. you don't the, have to apply before at your embassy and uh, German embassy in California or wherever you know you can
1: just come over get your um, passport stamped and and you'll have yeah a 3 month tourist visa and, and in those 3 months you can you can travel around if you want to but you yeah. can also look for a job in those 3 months and then once you get the job you can work on getting that visa and even if you get the visa after those 3 months are over that's still okay yeah. as long as as long as you the you have the job lined up before those 3 months i believe
0: yeah so that's a don't freak out if you don't have a job lined up before you get on that plane you know you're going to be okay but just know during corona uh getting a, uh, appointments for the visa office here does take a little bit longer so just keep that in mind yeah. you know but you y- it'll be fine
1: yeah yeah, absolutely. And if you, if you can get a job before you come, fantastic, but I wouldn't say it's a necessity, but it's also a scary thing to do, which leads me to my next don't, which is don't think your feelings of alienation and anxiety, you know, and and, and overwhelmingness uh, belong only to you. Pretty much every expat who's ever moved away feels that way, especially if moving without a job because you're going to, of course, you're going to freak out. You have no job. And you just moved to a new country and, you know, you're kind of alone. But like, it'll be fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think that you're the only person that's experiencing this, that you're, don't think that you're the failure. Every Everyone else, it's happening so quickly and so fast and so yeah. easily. Uh, it's not. It's, you know, there's a it, lot of a lot of people out there, and this probably in the same city that you are. They're are also expats that, you know, they're trying to find a job. They're going yeah. through the same situation that you are. And you got to think of it this way. In
1: your home country, you, let's say you're 20 years old, you want to move. You had 20 years of building your life. Now you're moving somewhere else. You're starting from step zero. Yeah. So like give it time. It'd be fine. Yeah. Of but course but, you're going to be anxious. It makes yeah, but, sense.
0: But don't, yeah, just don't think you're alone. You know, there's going to be a lot of people that you can meet or talk to that are going through the same thing. Maybe they'll have some tips for you. Like, oh, actually I found this cool uh, message board where they're posting some jobs or. Found this awesome podcast. We got some really good advice while they drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah, or that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which happens. Um, and and actually, uh good something that's connected to that is before you arrive i would say a do yeah. if not a must is contact like-minded people through uh, facebook groups you know uh, you know say you're moving for to berlin for example go on facebook just type berlin there'll be 20 that- 30 40 berlin facebook groups yeah. that, you know some about berlin freelancers some about just americans in berlin this that go to these facebook groups if you're worried about something you're anxious about something Ask in these groups uh, people love to respond and they'll respond yeah. quickly with great information uh, You can actually even meet people before you arrive, you know, we uh, have a friend uh, Cody uh, now who? Uh, actually, I met on one of the Facebook groups. He was posting questions. I answered one of his questions. We talked and When he arrived finally in Germany, we got a beer and you know, we still hang out, you know, Super so cool Yeah, and also there's um, there's like meetup
1: websites. I think it's actually called like meetup.com. I'm not sure where, you know, they'll have a meetup once a month at a bar and you, or at a park or wherever, and you can go there and meet some people from your same country or people in your same situation. Um, yeah, so meeting people, of course, is important and makes you feel more part of a community. And also those people might not be your friends maybe in two, three years. Maybe they will be. Maybe they won't be. No, but, they're, they're but at least it's someone.
0: Yeah, they're good source to like, because we want to say is don't arrive in Germany with too many unanswered questions, you know, because yeah. th- there's, there's again, these people might not become long-term friends, but they there's at least a good source to answer any kind of burning questions you have and that anxiety will at least half melt away and then you'll feel much better getting on that plane and flying, because you feel like, oh, okay, the the major things I I have enough information where I know what I need to do or what, exactly. needs, what needs to happen, you know.
1: All right, Jeff. So now my anxiety's gone. Oh, okay. I've done some research. Oh, got you. Joined some Facebook groups. Oh, that's nice. I bought my ticket. I'm about to fly out. What's a what's a what's do? What to do?
0: Oh, oh, okay. So now you're actually coming. I'm coming. Uh, now. You know, of course, there's the packing right and right I, well, what i would say and i think you would agree don't bring too much you know yeah. like a lot of the things that you feel like you need you can buy them in germany they exist here you can get them rather cheaply and you, know, you might not actually need it exactly you know and and we all know uh, these airlines will you know charge you just insane uh, fees yeah. for these extra baggage so just bring one nice big bag and a backpack unless of course you know you're a family you need to bring a <laughs> container of all the stuff that's different no but if you're if you're young and you're you're single you know just bring the essentials the other stuff you can get eventually you know exactly I, I think we both moved here with a suitcase yeah and now i have a bunch of crap
1: good stuff i like my crap yeah, that's yeah. A lot of crap yeah uh but do every time you visit home for you know christmas or hanukkah or whatever holiday new year's that's all another holiday leave some space in your bag and you can slowly bring over all those non-essential items
0: yeah perfect yeah i mean over the past uh eight nine years every time i visited home i just really left my bag you know half empty yeah and then those non-essential stuff but where it's like oh that would be nice if i had it but i don't really need it I just slowly over the years brought this and now I have yeah I don't know crap. 10 suitcases probably worth of of all my stuff you know and so I, st- I still feel like me because I'm still surrounded by the things that I had you know in my bedroom back at home mm-hmm. uh, it just took a little bit of time to slowly bring it over but it was not important stuff it was just nice to have and yeah and I didn't have to pay extra for it because it was in the bag I was allowed to bring for free anyways yeah exactly so,
1: so that's a that's a, a little um, little life hack there
0: yeah. And, yeah. So, and uh, also with packing, uh, maybe there's certain things that you actually maybe should pack because you, you might not be able to send later.
1: Yeah. Know. Yeah. So uh, uh, don't have your family send over medications.
0: Like ever. In the post, you mean? Yeah. In, in, in the
1: post. Like if you're already here, don't have your parents send over any medication like, like Advil, Advil or Tylenol, whatever you want, because uh, it will get confiscated. Yeah. Um, and also, recommend not shipping things over that are really expensive, mm. because Germany, you know, they love their taxes. And uh, like for example, I got my Xbox 360 shipped over. Yeah, this is 2013. It was a while ago, and I had to pick it up in this office, and then I had to pay taxes on my American Xbox that got shipped over.
0: Yeah, see the the German uh, customs they intercept your, pa- your in- intercept your packages, and you'll get a letter saying uh, we received this a package for you with uh, an expensive item and you have to come pay tax on it. Um, Which is ridiculous. Yeah, and anytime, you know, I asked my mom early, early days when I was here, hey, can you send me a couple bottles of Tylenol? Just like the, you know, the the medication I was used to, you know, over-the-counter stuff, non-prescription. I would get the box, but it would be empty except for a little letter saying, "Uh, all your medication was confiscated because of et cetera, et cetera. But our pain is gone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, definitely uh, when you come over, uh, pack bring all that stuff your your Xbox 360 your medication bring it with you if you really need it bring it with yeah. you because uh, they never check the actual suitcases they're just they're just hardcore about uh, packages exactly you know, being mailed you know yeah 100% um,
1: okay so now you're here you have your luggage with you you um, just well, arrived actually
0: right. well before arriving what the person what oh, I would true. suggest is a do is Book something in terms of housing temporary, okay? Like you gotta live somewhere. You know, I would I would not recommend trying to find your permanent apartment while abroad. It's, no, g- no, no. it's gonna be difficult, it's gonna be expensive. And you're and you're most likely gonna get scammed. Yeah, and I have a friend, I won't mention her name, but a friend from Belgium who, and this is a true story, she she, I think it was on Craigslist, she found an apartment. It seems sketchy now, but at the time she was like, Oh, that looks pretty. And the guy's like, yeah, just, you know, send me the the deposit and first month's rent. And, uh, you know, um, uh, I'll, I'll meet you when you arrive. And then she went to the address when she arrived and it was actually a cemetery. So oh, it, was, it was just a scam. So, so so, you really want to do that kind of stuff in person. And so what I would recommend is do just book a temporary an Airbnb or something for right. one, one month. And then while you're here in Berlin physically then do your search for your more permanent long-term apartment right exactly and
1: use you know use trusted websites check the reviews just you know be a little, be a little vigilant because there so, are scams that happen. Yeah, and st- uh, stay
0: away from Craigslist because you know Craigslist is actually not that well used no, in Germany. Rarely. And when it is, I'm not saying it's always scams, but about half time the apartments on Craigslist are scams. So, so use a proper German website. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If,
1: if, if you want some advice on that, uh, maybe, maybe we'll put it in our extras, or you can send us a message and we'll send you some websites over. Yeah, sure. Do make copies of all your important identification and keep them in a safe spot. So before you yeah. move, that's my dad told me. He's like, take a photo of your passport, take a photo of your driver's license, uh, all that. Oh, excuse me, all that stuff, and then either it's digital, or you have it somewhere. So if you lose that stuff, put, there's a cop, put a copy in your
0: shoe or whatever you gotta do. Exactly, yeah. just have
1: it somewhere. It, it, it costs nothing, and it just you know. You yeah, never know.
0: It's, it's like worst case scenario. You get, m- which again, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but say you, so you get mugged or you lose your backpack or whatever. Yeah. You have that backup passport or co- copy of your passport, whatever. You can go to the police. At least still kind of prove who you are. You know, hey, this is exactly. my passport number, etc. You're not totally screwed. You know, it, it's just good as a moving to, moving abroad. At least for the first few months, you know, have a copy somewhere. For sure. You know? And and make sure that
1: somebody back home from your home country. Uh, knows your new address and how to contact you for emergencies
0: just oh yeah that's smart yeah definitely um next one now uh actually this so you've just arrived this is a kind of a good thing to remind yourself okay especially if it's your first time abroad and we kind of talked about this a little bit but do remember that you know and it sounds obvious, but that cultures are different, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it sounds funny to even have to mention this. But I have seen this with with some Americans, especially where they arrive and they're like, like, oh, the bathrooms are small or or like, oh, there's a there's a washing machine in the back. You know, they, like, yeah. they're, they're seeing all these differences that are in Germany and they're European differences from America. And they get kind of freaked out by them so i'm just saying like do remember that cultures are different and just embrace that yeah you know exactly what I mean? yeah Yeah. just don't freak out about it just kind of roll with the punches and just know things might be a little weird and different but uh eventually they become as normal as as anything else exactly you know, and, you know
1: don't, don't be that guy who's walking around and be like well and run from it's like this Where I'm from it's like this for you know seven yeah. years first year you know it's it can be fun to compare all the time but you don't want to be that guy no, who's always talking about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're somebody moving abroad, obviously you 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 like new experiences. Yeah. So instead, just be like, oh, this is crazy. I can't believe it's this, this way here. Or like, or "like oh, that, this doesn't exist here? Weird. What do you guys use for that? Yeah. Or, you know, like, just embrace it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. it's going to make your, uh, I think it's going to make anyone's experience much better when you're, you know, embracing with a positive attitude rather than always comparing what it's like back home, what's better back home, because you'll always find something that you think is better but roll with it. Right. Go with the flow.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Easy. Okay. Breezy. And now, once you're in Germany and you have an apartment, like, what's an important thing to do? If, you, if
1: you're coming to Germany, you have to get, do your Anmeldung. And what that is, it's a, um, you have to register for where you're living. You have to go to the, uh, what's it called? the Burgeramt. Yeah, what's well, in English?
0: Uh, kind of like City Hall. <laughs> the, yeah, kind yeah of the, a, that's
1: at the City Hall yeah. of your district. And you're, you're supposed to do it within two weeks of moving. Don't worry about that because usually it takes, you know, a few months even get an appointment. Pretty much you go there. You say, I live here now. And they're like, that's cool. And that's pretty much it. You get a piece of paper. Yeah.
0: Then it's just registered with the the uh, government basically like this is where he lives. And it's different because in the U.S., when you move, you don't have to tell you you don't have to register with anybody. Right and that on melding paper actually becomes important because Very important. to sign up for a lot of things you have to produce this document for so for a bank you need it for for, for, yeah, for a bank account etc i think even for maybe even for getting a sim card uh, you mm-hmm. might need that yeah, yeah you do not if, sure if, if you want to get a contract for the phone
1: for a phone contract you need it
0: oh, okay it's important yeah and yeah. also like important at least it's not required but for apartments I, there's some thing other things you should get for the apartment to for like safety wise right
1: yeah yeah for sure get um well this is for Okay,
0: so there's two insurances
1: that you should get, I think,
0: that are very and, important. And that are, v- compared. To, I think, compared to the U.S., very cheap and affordable, so there's really no excuse not to have them, right. and so, they really save your ass.
1: So we're saying, do these insurances and don't worry about the cost, because it's very cheap. So the two insurances are, one, definitely your house, like insurance for your apartment. And it usually covers like also if you get the right one, it can also even cover
0: your bike if your bike gets stolen outside of your apartment. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And for an example, I I use a, there's a German um, house insurance which you do through an, an app, and it costs me I think three euro eighty cents per month. Yeah, and it covers me up to twenty thousand euro in losses plus my bike. It's and pretty sweet. I, I don't have more than twenty thousand euro worth of stuff in there, but like you know, if there was a fire, a flood, somebody robbed me, it covers that stuff. So um, it's it's. There's really, no reason not to have it exactly.
1: Yeah. And the other insurance is called Hufflicht, I think I'm saying that right. Huff, yeah, Hufflich. 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 Um, and that's it's li- like a personal liability insurance,
0: uh, third party liability.
1: Third party, so pretty much like if I take Jeff's laptop right now and smash on the floor as on an accident, I can contact my insurance provider and they'll get Jeff a new laptop. And that means, and I'm also. It costs like like eighty euros a year, and you're covered up to like something
0: yeah. like, like mine is 50 fifty euro per year. So it's it's nothing. It's and, and
1: you're covered up to some ridiculous number, like two million, three million, thousand damage. I'm
0: covered up to five million euro in damage for fifty euro per year. Like the the insurance is, you're quite. So like if Jeff affordable. like crashes into a Bugatti and somehow totals it, he'll be covered. I can cover it. Yeah, it, <clears throat> it's it, it's it sounds like oh why would I need that? Uh, when I was living in uh, Munich a few years ago, I was working on a job with this guy who had a dog. He went into a shop and he tied his dog to uh, like like a cafe table, you know, while he's inside, whatever. His dog got spooked by, I can't remember, a car horn or something. So the dog just like bolted, started running down the street. The table goes with the dog because he's tied to it. (laughs) And as it goes down, the table hits like five different cars, bounces (laughs) off. So like, you know, Mercedes, BMW, whatever, dent, 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 dent. But he had a uh, half-league versicherung, so it covered all of it, and he was fine. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely recommend um, getting that. I also have it, but I forgot where
1: I got it from, so I got to figure that out. It's funny that you don't know. Yeah, I know.
0: But uh, actually, actually, no, that's, uh, you buy it, and then you kind of forget, because they just charge you. They just pull it from your bank account every year. Right, the, and, the and I haven't used it yet, so. Yeah, same here, so it's kind of, yeah. Okay, I should, go, I should go break some stuff. Yeah, or just at least know who your who's your provider. At here. least I just looked that up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so Jeff, no, no. I yeah, Uh no, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say I moved. I got my permanent or temporary living. Nice. I got my insurances. Now okay. good. Yeah, good. I need some furniture and stuff. What do I do? Uh, what do you buy it or, uh, I you know I'm I'm, I'm 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 yeah, I'm buying it or I'm getting it from you know free Facebook groups and. How do, how do I get a home? With, I don't have a car. I don't
0: have a bike yet. Oh, okay. How, how do I transport all this stuff I want? I see where you're going. Okay. You, know? you could. Uh, there are cheap options uh, to to rent uh, moving trucks, just like in the U.S., very cheap options. But you know what? You can also do it for free by simply moving it in the U-Bahn in your local city or S-Bahn train. Because believe it or not, on the, on the especially in Berlin and on the subway trains here, you can bring a desk a couch a mattress uh anything you want for free as long as you can carry it on and carry it off it was even a golden
1: there's even a commercial for it the guy rapping (laughs) and he's mentioning all these different things like you can bring a horse horse. yeah doesn't matter to me yeah bring a couch doesn't matter to me it's a great song yeah so so
0: yeah yeah, if if you're in a big okay, okay you're in a village you don't have this option but if you're in munich you're in berlin you're in frankfurt Use the S-Bahn or Ubon. You can you can transport th- these big things for free. Just get a get a friend or somebody to help uh, carry.
1: Yeah, exactly. Easy peasy. Yeah, and it doesn't cost you anything except for a subway ticket. On yeah. that vein.
0: Yeah. So so now you've set up your apartment. What do you do
1: now? You,
0: like did, you're you're new to the city. You don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. So
1: what do you do? You, you got to go explore that city. Do explore that city. by the subway or with a bike. You you can get a cheap bike for like fifty to hundred euro. That's not stolen. By a seat of a bike or just walk around for the first few weeks, get to know different districts because uh, they vary a lot, you know, in, in many different cities, you know, go to some cafes, see what the local culture is like. And even if you're introverted, at least get out of the house, try to explore a bit on your own because right.
0: you don't have to meet up with people if you don't want. It's just especially that first week or two. Don't freak out and spend a lot of time doing paperwork and stuff. You know, you've you know, you've arrived. Take that first week. Enjoy enjoy explores because maybe you've moved to you know you've you've just quickly got an apartment you're looking around you're like "Ah, okay this isn't quite what i thought this was going to be yeah explore because you might be like oh actually this this section of the city is is what i enjoy what i like so oh okay so this i'm going to be okay you know what i mean like that's not the whole city like my my neighborhood my cheap apartment neighborhood doesn't reflect that you know or, or whatever yeah yeah you know like just see see what there is Uh, on offer you know don't freak out you know do explore yeah and you know don't be scared and you know if you stay you
1: you can sit on the couch back where you're originally from german tv is not that good go
0: out (laughs) yeah and and i have to, to completely agree with that because so i moved to berlin twice i moved to, once I was in Vienna and I had moved over to Berlin for like a few months. Things didn't work out. I went back home and then I moved to Berlin a year and a half or two years later, right? Sure. So the first to, first time I moved to Berlin, I didn't know anybody. I wasn't taking German classes. Stupid. I was living by myself. Stupid. Didn't have a <laughs> didn't have a job. Stupid. stupid. So no no way to really meet anybody and. I'm by myself and so yeah a lot of weekends and time was spent just at home like you know mm-hmm. playing video games alone um and i really regret that i mean i did exploring don't get me wrong i did exploring but i, I wish i had just i had done more and yeah i didn't didn't waste that time indoors because it, it was summer and that's a thing that's the i think you should not waste
1: i did the same thing my roommate she took two weeks off of work to you know explore with me mm. and then when she went back to work i was just chilling at home watching prison break all day which when, you can do back in Rhode yeah, Island, you know, why and, why'd you move? Remember, ask yourself, why why did I
0: move yeah. here? Why'd you move exactly?
1: Yeah. And you know, I could have been taking German classes, but I didn't do that. Mm. I could've looked for a job, which I did a bit eventually. But like, you know, I, I wasted a lot of time, which would have made my life a lot easier if I you know, especially taking German classes easier. So I'd also say, do if you don't have a job right now, take German classes right when you move or Italian classes, wherever you're moving to if you don't have a job, do that, do an intensive course, you know, five, six hours a day, get it over with at the
0: beginning and then you don't have, You won't have to do it while you're working after work and it's the worst. Because you won't, honestly, you won't do it. That's the thing is you say, oh, I'll after work, I'll uh, look at, yeah. oh, I'll use this CD tutorial for a few hours. You won't. That's no. the thing. And that's the biggest mistake everyone makes is in the beginning, the first three months if you can, be taking classes, be practicing, be doing your homework, really get the foundation of the language you know when i first for arrived sure. I, I took a class i think for just a month or month and a half something like that and then i stopped and i really wish i hadn't you know it, it really slows your progress you know that's the best time to do it when you're free don't have a lot of obligations you know you've yeah. have, you have all, all this money saved up you know use it for for a German class, I'd say.
1: Yeah, I, I I had to take them after work twice a week and it was exhausting and I didn't want to do it and <laughs> I just hated the not language. I wasn't enjoying it, right? I wasn't enjoying it, where I think if I did, you know, a month of intensive courses, I would have been, you know, fluent like that. Because so yeah, do take German classes. Don't assume because you're in a big metropolitan city, you're just going to pick up a language because maybe you will, but it can be difficult. So I recommend
0: that. Absolutely. And of course like say so you're doing these classes and you're trying to meet people just get get yourself a cheap sim card of course a german yeah. sim card you, do, you don't need to buy one so do not buy one before you arrive in germany there's no point they'll be much cheaper no, 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 in germany do not
1: do that the um especially if you just moved here you're not sure if you need a contract yet you can go to any grocery store uh, most kiosks you can buy a um a prepaid sim card you know you can get five gigs of data whatever you want on there for like 15 euro for the month, 10 euro whatever you want. You can get like 5 euro for a month. And then you just go back to the grocery store and you can refill it anytime you need to. Uh and it's really really cheap. And then maybe when you want to live it for longer, you can get yourself a contract if you want. But even a lot of people who live yeah. there for years or even some Germans don't like contracts and just use these, you know, SIMs. So the
0: the like you just load on and you when you run out, you run out, you buy some yeah. more. Yeah. Mo- in-
1: most uh yeah, most like I 99% of phones will be able to just pop in a European SIM card and work.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you planners out there, you're going to want to get everything before you arrive. You're going to want to buy a phone and a SIM card. I made this mistake before I arrived when I was a, a naive little youngster. I a oh, little young and, Jeff. I hate to call them out. Can't remember what it was called. I think there's a website called Cellular Abroad or something like that. Sorry, guys. But you overcharge. Uh, I used I used this I used this website. They sold me a phone and a SIM card for some ridiculous amount over a hundred oh dollars. Thought it was a great deal. Arrived in Germany and oh, every SIM card is five dollars. And oh, I can buy some cheap burner phone for like twenty bucks. Yeah, uh, or just so, bring your phone over with you. Yeah, well, th- this was I know back in a day. You're, this was yeah. Sorry, I've been here a while. Yeah, nowadays, whatever iPhone you're using back home, you can just stick your SIM card in here as long as exactly. it's a GSM. So
1: yeah, I think um, for those Americans, I think. Most American phones are now using GSM, but I know some older Verizon phones, I think, are Mm. not GSM. Yeah. So just if you're on Verizon or Sprint,
0: I think check to make sure your phone's compatible. Yeah. But most phones should be. Yeah. And if you got a phone, now you got to find out, uh, find some people to actually call and text. That's it. That's where Tinder comes in. (laughs) No. No. um, Don't expect. So, yeah,
1: don't. Don't expect to uh, make friends with random people at a bar and like, don't expect the Germans to be the ones to make the effort to meet you You know, they don't need to make mm. an effort or other expats they have their friends they don't need to make that effort to meet you you have to make the effort to meet them yeah. and it's scary and it uh, it takes a lot of time and then like we said before don't be anxious about it it can happen but you know you really, you really have to put in this effort to make some friends right
0: yeah exactly don't expect the Germans to think you're something special because and not in a mean way they don't because you no. know all these big cities Munich uh Berlin, Hamburg, etc. There are so many expats. You are the thousandth expat they've met. You're nothing special. Yeah, they're not itching to meet you. I mean, again, some people, you know, maybe, but like in general, they're not itching to meet you. So just just know that you have to make the effort, you know, yeah. use, you know, find some groups on Facebook, you know, uh use uh, like you mentioned what was it? Meetup. Yeah, the, um, Yeah. Meetup, take
1: some, you know, German classes, help you meet some people. Uh a shared apartment is a really good way to, you know, make some roommates and then maybe You'll be friends with them, or meet some of their friends. And yeah. They'll take you out, and you know you get exactly. to their friend group. Yeah, and like, and, and eventually you have this little web of people that you've met through different ways, and then, then you can decide, you know, like who's.
0: Then, then you'll filter out the ones that, okay, I was just hanging out with him because he was the only person I know. Right. And you'll get down to the people who, oh, actually, we actually have a good connection. This will be an actually proper friend. Yeah, then, I mean? then you'll find your fam jam. Yeah, exactly. And actually, uh, good mention on the, uh, using a shared apartment because when I first moved here, I made the mistake of getting my own apartment. Guys, don't do it. Yeah. Do start, if you can, if you're single, do start with a shared apartment because... Uh, it forces you to interact and and meet people because if you start with your own apartment, yeah, you might do this thing where you just you're at home playing video games and you're by yourself. Like, there's no forced interaction. Exactly, know? and it can be a
1: lot of fun. I live with two uh, these two crazy Polish guys. Shout out to Christian and Patrick. We had a good time together, and yeah, I had a really good time with them. And you no, know, it was just a new experience for me living in Germany, meeting some Polish people, actually living with Polish people, drinking their mom's homemade vodka. Mm. It was a good time. Learned some stuff. I um, haven't seen him in a while. So I hope you, got, you guys are listening. I hope you're doing
0: well. Yeah. And yeah. I never met you, but you sound like a cool guy. So yeah. uh, cheers to you. Give me a call, actually. Yeah. Finally? Finally, uh, you know, one of the most important things would be a uh, do is, you know what? It sounds funny, but do be proud of yourself. Yeah. You know, like remind yourself you're doing something that requires a lot of courage and bravery. And you know what? Um, I forgot this a lot. Like, you know, I was always kind of worrying and like, oh, I need to get a job, do this and whatever. And then I'd go back to the States and there would be people who'd be like, like, oh, you live abroad. That's wow. That's like, that's really brave, really courageous. And I would think like, no, nah, that's, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. And it's not until after a long time relying is like, actually, you know, that's uh, you're really jumping into the unknown, you know, yeah. so, um, you know, so do be proud of yourself moving abroad, new language, new culture, everything. It's not easy. So, and, and if you actually you last more than a few weeks, uh be proud that you yeah. know, you lasted. 100%. You know? And
1: I'm going to put a don't on that do. Mm. Not negative though, so it's okay. Okay. Don't waste a moment. Like don't waste this awesome moment you're doing. Like yeah. remind yourself you're doing something that not everyone has the opportunity to do mm. uh, or the means to do. And a lot of people would love to be in your shoes if you're thinking about moving abroad. So really like if you have this opportunity, you know, don't waste it, and remember that like it's a it's a big deal, and um, you should, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I've I saw that, I've seen that way too often, especially when I was uh, younger, living in Berlin. You know, you'd meet some expats at a party. And you're like, oh, what, what have you been up to? And all they've been doing is just clubbing and getting wasted and getting drunk. And they're, they're here just three months, and that's all they did was just go to parties and get drunk, and they did not take advantage of their time at all, mm. you know? I mean, if you want to do that, of course. But no, no, no me. no, if that's, like, your plan. I'm not going to judge you. No, 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 if, if, if that's your plan, but, I mean, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying if you'd like to, you know, club on the weekend or whatever, but, I mean, when it's like that's all you did. Like, you could have done that back at home. That's what I'm trying to say is, like, uh, you know, at least... Check out the new country you're at and, and, yeah. and know you're again you're doing something that not everyone can do. You know, explore, you know, in between you're uh getting drunk. I, okay, it's not like I never went clubbing and never went to a bar. Of course, like, you know.
1: And if anyone's listening here who just moved in the past, you know, maybe a year, a few weeks, whatever,
0: congratulations. Good luck. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, probably less likely now because of Corona. Uh true. Actually, if you did move here during Corona, Good fucking luck, <laughs> <laughs> so, and congratulations because you actually found a way to do that.
1: But uh, and if you're thinking about it, um, give it a thought. But like we said, not too much thought.
0: <laughs> I mean, do 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 research, but do, do. at some point, you got to just go. That's you know? it. I mean, um, yeah. And, and again, I'd say uh, this summer is kind of a wash, but by next summer, I think things will be normalized. Where moving to Germany is ba- is an easy normal thing back uh, on the menu. Yeah, exactly. Now yeah. you know because of Corona, I know. Uh, a lot of you probably maybe even had plans to move this summer and they got they got squ- squashed. So. Exactly. Sorry.
1: Uh, you know what else is squashed?
0: <laughs> the, my, are you for, are you now you're going to say the whiskey bottle? My glass of bourbon. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Could, can I have a little bit a little splash? Yeah, of course. Oh. oh, oh, oh. There you go. There
1: you oh go. my god. Terrible pour again. Um, yeah. So,
0: like I said, I was excited to drink this while going on and i've been liking it more and more as yeah and again when, every time we say that people think like oh it's because you're getting drunker no we're having we have really small pores so this isn't about being drunk it's just about uh getting kind of used to the flavor yeah um i can still confidently say i'm
1: not a huge bourbon person but this is one i would drink like is, on the
0: regular out of all the bourbons i've had yeah, this is um, probably in the top three. I would say okay. in bourbons. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I haven't had a huge, but I've I've had like I've probably tried ten or fifteen bourbons That's in my a life. Good yeah. And so this is in the top three because um, I would actually drink this again. Yeah, I would definitely. I
1: could see myself coming home from work, maybe after like a long or bad day, <laughs> and being like, I need some of this because it, it is strong. Like it's 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 definitely. It, it tastes stronger than, you know, a typical rye or Irish. Yeah, the
0: alcohol hits you in the face uh, pretty quickly. But you know what? That, that feeling goes away after the first two sips. Yeah, Cause, cause now, two Because now it's not that strong at all. Exactly. So uh, what, 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 what do you think? What, what's, your, um, what's your ranking? And again, this is tough because you can't use the fact that you're not a bourbon fan to like... To, you just have to like give it a, yeah. a put it on the scale for what it is just like do oh, I like I, this flavor I got
1: my ranking locked in my head Oh wow
0: I okay. want to yours Okay let me let me take another sip. I mean I like this it's it's at least a 7 Yeah at least my hmm. god is it an 8 I don't know Ooh. I mean it's a good bourbon <laughs> what can I say Let's say okay. I'm gonna give. A, I'm gonna give a weird, <laughs> today, I'm gonna today, give a weird ranking now. Okay. okay? Uh, I'm gonna say at least a seven on a good day, an eight. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say.
1: I'm just giving it a straight up eight. Oh, mm. it's weird. Usually yeah. I have the weird rankings, and now you know I like it.
0: You know, sometimes the weird ranking is required. Right? Yeah. Now you now you see now, now why I see where you're at. Yeah. I'll
1: give three thumbs up sometimes because that's all you can say.
0: Yeah, but some of you are like six thumbs up or kind of I don't know. It's more than three. It's true. I mean, it could just be like ten. Out of In 10. fact, it's double. It's a lot of thumbs. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Three people worth of thumbs. That's exactly. That's how good it was. So eight. I, you right, know what? I, I'm gonna eight. eight yeah. This is a milestone. For, I think for you. To, it is to give an eight on a bourbon. I know. I think that means you like this bourbon. I, I do like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually excited that I like it because obviously I don't want to not like something. Yeah, and you know what? They actually make uh, ryes and other other types, so we can try those out. Because it it does have a bit of a rye flavor. Mm.
1: I think that's why I like it, it's Mm. got the sweetness to it, where I found the three roses that we drank didn't... It wasn't, like, full body. This is, like, this is giving me a lot there's a lot of flavors maybe not 200 You would
0: call it three roses but the four the four, four, roses, four sorry. roses yeah uh, which has even more flavor than three roses uh, it, it, it is it is a great um mixer in cocktails uh, the, uh, the yeah, four roses is quite that nice. i
1: believe but this one definitely has a lot of flavor. yeah like, like yeah. i said not 200 maybe but like it's got a lot of flavors that are they're that happening in my in my face hole yeah. so i'm 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 definitely enjoying it
0: nice well on that note of enjoyment of the bourbon yeah uh thank you all for joining us again check out our website you know uh throw us a, a message if you can if you've got a question or a comment exactly or you hate us and again if, if, if you're if you're thinking about
1: moving abroad uh send us a message we can try to help out as much as we can we try to reply to the messages all the messages that we get i think um, we've
0: never not replied to a message we always reply yeah so i guess we haven't done everyone yeah. so yeah
1: um thank you for listening you're beautiful people And we'll see you next week for episode 31. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, man. Good stuff. Ooh. Ooh, that burn is a slow burn.